Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your bi-weekly source of gaming news, questions, and impressions from minimap.com.au. Uh, my name is Kerry Palmer. Joining me as always is June Williams. Hello. And Jeremy Bratitich. Hello. We are back doing a remote recording after Jeremy spent all that money on his fancy tech. Because uh, <laughs> June's, June's not in the same city as us right now, so that it's, it's impossible. Um, Sorry. No, it's fine. That's how it works. That's, we know yeah. how to do this, though. Like, this is, we're, yeah. like, very competent that this is exactly. not a real issue. I don't feel. Exactly. I, I agree. How has the last two weeks of gaming been for you two? It's a very strange way to ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, just a, just an odd, 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 odd use of phrases there, I just, I, I felt. Um, good. I played many games again. Oh, classic. Do you know you played much? <laughs> no, I haven't. But okay. I have been watching Scrubs, Kerry. Oh, how is it? Um, you were correct about the jokes being dated. Yeah. But I think if you can look past that, it's fun. It's funny. It's very yeah. easy to watch. Yeah. So. It gets it gets better. Like, season two is better than season one, so it gets mm. better. Uh, yeah, that show, yeah. Every now and then I'll see, like, a pop for like scrubs things and i'm like wow that's literally the only scrubs merchandise i've ever seen i want it <laughs> and then i and then literally less than a second later i'm like i don't want that <laughs> uh well if uh if why, why does i start that sentence with if uh you're listening to the minimap cast this is uh, if you're listening to the minimap cast <laughs> exactly <laughs> Uh, this is minimap.com.au's bi-weekly podcast. We talk about game stuff, news, what we've been playing, impressions, stuff like that. Uh, if you like this podcast and you want to listen to more of us, there's plenty of episodes of this. We also have two other podcasts, one about ranking the kissability of pop culture characters uh, across TV and games and movies, and that's about it, really, uh, <laughs> so far. And we haven't uh, had any book our... characters yet. No one's been no like, oh, characters. I, I want to I see how kissable Captain Ahab is from Moby Dick. Or, like, I don't know don't know any other book characters. <laughs> of all characters. You know how, how hard it was for me to pull <laughs> that one out of... Moby Dick. <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, quick, Jeremy, think of a book. And I was like, what's a book? <laughs> quick, Jeremy. Moby Dick. Moby Dick. Uh... <laughs> We also have a Game Club podcast uh, on an intermittent schedule at the moment. Uh, so look out for those. Have they made a Moby Dick game? Uh, yeah, it was called... Um, what was well, the name of that on, game? I have to put in... Ga- I, just, I just Googled Moby Dick. <laughs> what, was the, what was the one about eating the cunting fish? <laughs> oh my god, what? The Game Jam game. The Game Jam game that we made one time. What? The I don't fuck know what it was we made a game jam game about eating eating krill while we were drunk. <laughs> it was about a whale that ate krill, and it was like they have to eat. No, you were a fish eating the bigger, the smaller fish, so you got bigger, but you were also escaping a whale. I think yes. something like that. Anyway, monstergames.com, Moby Dick, loosely based on the classic novel. This is a game about surviving. It's a flash game that is no longer supported. Oh. <laughs> yep. Well, There's also Moby Dick, the card game. So we could do it. We could make the Moby Dick game. We could choose a character from a video game that is Moby Dick. Hmm. I mean, it's not limited to video game characters, is it? No. 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 
But it's a bit hard. It's a bit hard to Who think about popular culture. It's a bit hard to think about a book character if you don't really know what they look like. I suppose. <laughs> Nothing says mm. pop culture more than Moby Dick. <laughs> Uh, we also have oh, I said we have a game club podcast if you enjoy the other things we do on this website as well you can support us monetarily if you choose by going to patreon.com slash minimapau uh, also uh, thank you to Shook for letting us use the music for this podcast uh, the Moog Model D improv from their YouTube channel you can listen to Shook at shook.bandcamp.com uh, I don't know where to start how about how about this? How about I go first? I feel like what I've got to say about my things is pretty um pretty quick. I feel like I've got like less than five minutes of things to say about all of mine. Um, sure. So I'll I'll just I'll just go in with it. Uh, I finally finished Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, basically the day after we finished this podcast, I think. Mm. Uh, last week, last two weeks ago. Um, yeah. How'd you find it? I also platinumed it afterwards. I did a stream where I platinumed it, which was um, which was good fun. That game, that game is best when you're ticking boxes off the, you know, the non Ubisoft Ubisoft open world map. Uh, but the story, the story I found to be slightly toothless in areas, and poorer written, written more poorly than I was expecting. Like I'd be, I'd be, I found myself multiple times playing this game where I'd be trying to guess what was about to happen next, or I'd be trying to assume or trying to put the pieces together. And I'd be like, uh, this is going to happen in this. Oh, I wonder if this happens like this. And then when everything kind of came together by the end of that quest or the, the quest developed into whatever's going to happen next, or a lot mm-hmm. of the times I found it disappointing. Um, right. So I think that's where I, I, I fell down on this is that most of the time it wasn't quite as complex or as emotionally mature as I was expecting or as it was billed to be. Um, and so I was kind of just like, oh, okay, that's fine. Good enough. Whatever. Um, right up until the final mission, right up until the final mission where it gave some of the best acting and the best emotional response, like, it, all of a sudden, they turned it up to 11. Like, literally for the final mission, I was just... I, I like, the, the game got me in a way that it hadn't for the previous 99% of the game. And cool. it's... I don't think it's worth playing the game for it. But if you do get to it, I think it is... A, it's, it's in, in its own way, it's kind of a, a fantastic reward and a really nice... Not it's, it's not a nice bow. Like, things that happen, they're not pleasant. But there, it's a, it's satisfying in a in a being told a story kind of a way, you know, in the same way that watching Game of Thrones is satisfying because it's a good story, even though it's unpleasant. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I was just... We all, we all just gave each other a look, just to, just to point out really quick. <laughs> we, we, both, we all three of us sort of independently went like, eh. Yeah, but like, it loosely kind of, I wasn't... It was, yeah. Like, I wasn't a pleasant time, but it... It was pleasant to, well, it wasn't pleasant to experience. I don't know how I, I keep, I'm stuck on the word pleasant, but I've already explained it. So I'm moving on. Um, okay. I just found it, I just found would it really. Would you recommend people finish the story? Yes. I would recommend okay. that you play the game at your own pace till you start noticing maybe you're getting a bit tired and then just gun that story. Just mainline it. Because honestly, I think if you mainline this story, 
don't do any other side quests. I reckon it's probably 12 hours, maybe. I've spent 60 in that world. But mm. that main the main quest is quite like direct. You can you can just go to each golden quest marker as you want. And there's not like it's not like Assassin's Creed Valhalla uh, Origins where it's like each main quest is like three levels above, so you need to do a grind for an hour before you can do the next main mission. It's not like that. Sure. Um, well, Odyssey rather than Origins. No, I heard I heard people say that most about Origins. Oh really? I I just gunned the main story in that game. Huh. Did you did you faff about in this at the start first? Like did you get over leveled and then go? No, definitely not. That's, oh. not. that's not how I play games. Okay. Uh so yeah. Worth mentioning. Final time I'll talk about this game on on, on, on this podcast unless I pick up the multiplayer, but I don't have it anymore because I was borrowing it and now it's gone. Um <laughs> Do you um do you if you had to give it a rating? Eight. It's a solid eight. Okay. Yeah. It's uh gameplay's fine. Like it's it's good, it's an engaging loop. The world is absolutely stunning. It's gorgeous on a PS5, it's gorgeous on a PS4, honestly. Um Yeah, it is. I think it's one of it's a it's a density of open world that I really appreciate. It's kind of a density of I feel like similar to Assassin's Creed of old, in that it's not too sparse, it's not too full. Um something they've been dabbling you know they've been skirting i feel like too far or too little on either edge of in the in their more recent games um Mm -hmm. either too sparse or too full but this was it's a really neat density of open world it's a it's a nice amount of content to do if you just want to do a world and complete it um it's a bit too serious the writing's not as good as i want it to be uh the multiplayer mode for those who get into it is really good and the final the final chapter moment of that game is absolutely outstanding. So yeah, good eight. Uh, so sorry. What have you been playing? Uh, I've also been playing Red Dead. I haven't gotten very far. Um, that that game's a slow burn, hey. <laughs> <laughs> have you just been doing side quests that you've done anymore? No, no, just mostly main quests. I, I'm not. I'm not doing like bounties or anything. Like if I do anything, like. I'm, I've, I've done some of the um i went out of my way to reclaim some of the debts for strauss a couple of times and but mostly just going between main mission to main mission there's so many of them um last thing i did was uh uh spoke to arthur's one one time lover <laughs> saved saved her her brother from a religious cult <laughs> what's her name uh mary mary, mary yeah. linton i think yeah she's all right yeah she was fine the the, the mission doesn't make much sense because it's like you get to the the camp and they're all like talking about god or whatever and arthur's like i just want to speak to the boy and uh and they're like what what are you searching for and you can give them like either like stroppy like i'm gonna kill you answers or you can give them like oh i guess like a search of meaning i guess that's what we're all looking for right but either way it ends up with Jamie running away and you chase him for like five minutes and then and then he pulls out a gun and if you don't shoot his hand in time he like shoots himself but like it's just but then if you if if you manage it he gives you a hug and then you ride him back to a train and (laughs) everything's fine like it doesn't make much sense is that Uh, the one where they they all jump off the cliff or am I thinking of no no can you (laughs) make him jump off the cliff 
I don't think so. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll replay. Am I thinking it. of the KKK one? Maybe. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> is Chelonial, is Chelonialism a real thing? Because it's a great name for a cult. <laughs> I don't actually know. <laughs> Hang on, let me. I'm just gonna Google it. Um, but the one thing, one thing I wanted to mention was, and I think Jeremy did this and posted in the Discord like when he was doing this. But when I uh, when I was playing, I was uh, reclaiming debts, and someone started a fight, and so I punched him, knocked him out, and then like I was talking to the like lady who was with them, and she was like, "Oh, I'll just take his stuff. That'll repay any debt. He he took all the money. He's got it." And so she's like, she's kind of freaking out a little bit. It's just like, just take the money and go. And first thing I do before I loot this guy's body is I pick up his hat and I wear it. And then I yep. loot his stuff and then I ride off yep. into the sunset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. so that, that funny. Is... Welcome to Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> and it was easy to do that because I'd lost my hat at some point. I'm like, oh, where's my hat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this bowler hat will do nicely. And that's about it. I don't have anything else to say. The, the, the writing and the conversation is very good. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's very yeah. well Did you know that you can put your hat immediately back on your head with the menu options? In, no, on the, on the oh, horse, in, like, right? The yeah, item? Don't you have to go to the horse. Yeah, you put like you you equip your hat and it will just put your hat back on your head. That makes sense. Yeah. So cool. if you lose your hat, there you it's go, right back there. Yeah. But it is a fun story. Always going back and getting <laughs> your hat. Yeah, except when you like don't remember where it is, and you're like, oh fuck, it's just gone. Oh, if it's in like the middle of like map. a. It's on your map. It's on your minimap. That is on is your map? Actually... Yeah, it is on your minimap when you drop it. That's oh, God, wild. That so good. Or is that your gun? Maybe it's your it's gun. gun. But I feel like I feel like I've seen the hat on the minimap. Mini hat. Someone, someone, correct me. Yeah, no we'll 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 fact check you. When I when yeah. I figure that out, I'll let you know. And then the last thing I've been playing is um, well, I've been besides from Apex, um is Marvel's Avengers on PS5 with the new PS5 game. The new PS5... Update. Thing. Oh, yeah, but it's not an update, is it? It's the new game. Ed- edition. Yeah. Upgrade. Upgrade is Upgrade, what it's called. Yeah. That's, the, that's the word. Uh, my feelings on it are a little muted, partly because last time I played it, I was very sick. <laughs> And so I, I, my, my, faint, my brain got a bit fuzzy, and I just like, I was just like, oh, I have to stop playing. Um, and you also tried to stream it twice to multiple issues. Yeah, but <laughs> anyway, but <laughs> so, but I have to say, I am so excited for more like legit, like um, for more made for PS Five, PS Five games, like. Not Ghost of Tsushima's, like, PS5 update or, like, God of War's PS5 update where loading is, like, reduced to, like, 10... The loading is so fast now. You know in those... in When you're playing the game and you'd watch f- for about, like, 90 seconds of, like... Um, of, you know, Black Widow would pull out her guns very slowly in slow motion and Hulk would scream at the camera and it would go through these vignettes of looking at every character and the, sometimes the you'd thing. get through the whole roster. Yeah, like Skyrim, yeah. Now those are actually in the character select, those are a button to look at because you don't see them anymore. <laughs> They're just gone. You just, mm. you load in and it's like four seconds and you're in. I can't pick up my phone to do anything when I'm playing this game anymore. You're either listening to dialogue in between missions or you're playing. It's absolutely amazing. It's so good. Hands down one of the best features. Um, 
the triggers are a bit intense. The adaptive triggers, like the resist on the on the pullback on the triggers, it's kind of a lot. I was playing Kate Bishop, so with the bow and arrow and Hawkeye, and um, I kind of I re- I got kind of sick of pulling the trigger so much because in that game you if you're doing anything, it's just a lot of it. You're doing a lot of punching or a lot of shooting. So I think when I play that game, I'm gonna like bring the adjust the the sensitivity on the triggers down because um, that is a setting you can change. But it's a it's a lot. My fingers are starting to get tired. <laughs> um, Do Kate and Clint play differently? Barely. Okay. They both have a katana for their melee. They both have their bow for their. Kate um, has a katana. Yeah. <laughs> it's sick. It's what? really cool. Yeah, but she's not Ronan. He's Ronan. <laughs> But he's not Ronan either. He's Hawkeye. Yeah, but Hawkeye and like Ronan. she's she's just used to be Hawkeye, but is still around as just Kate. <laughs> Jeremy's making faces with big eyebrows because <laughs> he knows more things than I do. I'm just like, ah, oh, who's this character? Ashley Birch does a good job with her voice. I'm um, sure she does. She does a good job in literally everything she's ever been in. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Hawkeye's voice actor is all over the place. Um, who is it? I don't know. They should call her Katana. I just googled Clit Barton. That was like me googling. Uh, what did I Google before? The Moby Dick. <laughs> um. <laughs> so yeah, they don't they don't play that differently. They're basically two Hawkeyes. They do play a bit differently, but not very much. Um. Uh, yeah, the story's fine. It's fine. I didn't. I didn't finish Clint's. Uh, Kate's is so slow to start, and it ends with another one of the bosses that you've already beaten a hundred times. One of the big robots. Um, and but the story. The story's okay. It's just not that good. Is the thing. And a lot of the times, like I was, because it's on PS Five, gives you like those activity card trackers, and I was getting through the the content, and I did one mission in the thing. And it was a lot of, like, not much. It was just Clint talking to himself and smashing robots as, like, a level two character. And I I finished that mission and I went back to the plane and whatever and, and I saw the activity card. It said 20% complete. I'm like, man, that was 20%. That was, that was, I didn't do anything. I just listened to him be, like, you didn't even say anything interesting. You just spoke to himself for, like, 20 minutes. It was so boring. The start was so worst. slow. Hawkeye's the Sorry? worst character anyway, so I don't really know why you chose him in the first place. No, because uh, Hawkeye is the, the DLC that came out uh, uh, I see. a few days ago. Yes, that's the new story content is the Hawkeye-focused one. I see. Well, yeah. that doesn't sound interesting to me, personally. I really, really hope the TV show does a good job at adapting yeah. the comic My Life as a Weapon, because, oh my mm-hmm. God, that comic changed Hawkeye f- for being everybody's like, uh to like the cool like a legitimately great great character i really thought you were going to say that comic changed my life wouldn't that would be a lie <laughs> okay but it's a hell of a fucking comic it is a would you, fantastic would it still be comic. jeremy renner though the tv show yeah it is jeremy the tv renner. show is going to be um good. yeah but like from, from everything i've seen that is what they are adapting the hawkeye gets a dog and it's great this is the actual hawkeye good Good. Is it what's what's his what's the dog's Lucky? name in the game? Lucky. I think. I think that's what it was called in the comic, which which Lucky. is good. Yeah. 
so yeah, it's good. It's fine. I'm looking forward to playing more, but also it's not dramatically different. They've announced their roadmap for the for the coming months, and the Wakanda expansion looks cool. But also, we only saw 45 seconds of a cinematic trailer, so we'll see. I I like most games want it to succeed, but we'll see how it goes. So an article the other day posted that the headline was, "They should stop calling Avengers a live service game because the live service is dead." Yes. <laughs> <I'm> like, yeah. <laughs> There's no end game good content yet. There's still no raid. <laughs> there's nothing there's to grind. In there. No, there's still no there's still nothing to grind for. Oh, yikes. Do you know did you hear about the early release of the raid of Marvel, Marvel's Avengers? No. So Fran Mirabella is a semi regular co host on kind of funny. He's an old IGN video executive. And he streams daily on Twitch now. Um, and plays a lot of those service games. He played a lot of Avengers. He played a lot of Avengers, and so he and he plays like late. So he he'd get a lot of people coming in to be like, "Oh, hey, I need people to run a hive mission with me or whatever." And then he got a somebody in his chat was like, "Oh, hey, I've got access to the cloning labs mission. Do you want to jump in with me?" And friends like, "What? The cloning? The raid? What?" And so jumped into this thing, and they were messing around for ages. They 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 poked and prodded at the edges of it for ages for like three or four hours and then they never found it again it accidentally got pushed to the server and they got to play it for a few hours and it hasn't been that was like that was like week two of the game being out which was six months ago that's wild (laughs) so strange isn't it that that's insane so yeah no raid because it's not on the game (laughs) they're doing a thing where you can play as any character you want at the same time they're doing an event like that Wait, is neat... that not going to be a permanent thing? I think it's an event. I think it's like a limited time mode. <sighs> uh, that's not going to get you back for it, though. <laughs> Pardon? Uh, that w- I, if it was a permanent thing, though, that would be getting you back for it. No, no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's me. I'm done. Unless you want to talk about playing ranked matches in Apex in the Singapore servers. Not really. No, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, unless you unless you got something interesting, something interesting to say. Uh, I clearly don't. No, you're, right, you're cool. up. You're up, Jeremy. <laughs> um, so I have been playing a game called Adios. Um, this is a game that I've been looking forward to for a while. Is it the one um, about the dog? No. Okay, sorry, go on. I don't know what that game is. Um, no do- oh. Don't worry about it. No, there, Red there dog is a dog in it, kind of. Um, uh, Adios is a small uh, game developed by a team called Mischief. Um, and it's director or it, it, it's writer slash director slash it's like creative lead. Um is a uh, he is a game developer on on who's very prominent on Twitter named uh, Doc Burford. Um, has written for other games like Paratopic, and uh, another game called Hardspace Shipbreaker, um, which I think I don't know if that's oh. out yet, but I think it's I think it's coming out soon. It has yeah? been if it's if it's not out fully, it is at least out in early access. It is available. Right. Yes. That game looks cool. Yes. But I wouldn't have said for um, its story or writing. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know anything about that game. Um, I know Paratopic's interestingly written, um, but Adios is, like, amazingly written. Um, 
So the pitch for the game is you are a farmer um, or like a, 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 a rancher. Uh, you are a man on a ranch who he agreed to let the mob use your farm to dispose of bodies. Oh. Um, and agreed to. Yeah, no, like I guess in like they they had a they had an agreement where like they would give him money and he would let the mob dispose of bodies by feeding him to his pigs. Um, and the story of the game is you telling the mob, "I don't want to do this anymore. Um, this is not something that I want to do." And it's a, you know, adios. In, yeah, like that. That's like like the 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 crux of the game is it's a it's a conversational game between you and this hitman basically, um, and you're talking to him about like I don't want to do this anymore. This is not something that I feel like I need to be doing or I should be doing. And he sort of wants to make his own sort of internal amends basically, and the the entire conversation between the hitman is like hitman's like yeah, but I mean like come on, you're gonna keep doing it, right? Like it's gonna. Like we've had this thing going for so long, it's been so good for you and for me. It's a it's a it's a it's a relationship that we've developed this for this so long now. You're not going to stop doing it now, right? And he goes, no, no, I'm going to stop. And he goes, okay, well, I'm sure I'll convince you otherwise. And it's the the dialogue and the conversation and the specific the the the, the, the how do I put this the actual words used in the conversation are so easily brought across the voice acting is terrific the voice acting is truly truly phenomenal and it is really heightened by how conversational the dialogue is in the game um you are like i i'm sitting there going like think feeling like i'm listening just to a conversation between two people about what they're both thinking at the time and the conversation goes off into tangents sorry conversation goes off into tangents and conversation goes off into like other little like diatribes and there'll be like quicker sides and and it just sounds like two people talking two people that have a level of familiarity or relationship and a semi working friendship together um the, the hitman knows about you and your family's past and you like talk to the hitman about certain things that the hitman is interested in, in as well. So it's sort of um, like a colleague sort of relationship. Like, a, yeah. Oh, yeah how's, like your, the, how's your partner? How's your, how's your kid? That sort of thing. Yeah. Like, or like, uh, like the, for example, the, 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 the main, the main character that you are portraying in the game, um, his wife has passed and you are not the, you were never the cook in the house. You were the p- person that did the cleaning and did other things. Um, and so you make, um, no, no, sorry, you were the cook, but she used to make the coffee. Um, you, your character cannot make coffee to save your life. And so when you make coffee for yourself and the hitman, um, the hitman's like, oh man, like your cooking always been so good, but you can't make coffee to save your life. And he goes, yeah, well, whatever the wife's name used to make the coffee all the time before she passed, like that sort of stuff. Like, yeah. and he would like, the hitman, it was not like he was being told all this for the first time. He, he's aware of the dynamics. Um, and it's like 90 minutes long and just terrific. Um, you basically take the hitman around your farm and you're just doing mundane tasks because he's like, uh, he doesn't want to leave because he doesn't want the, he doesn't want him to leave without him convincing that like to continue this deal. Um, and so he's like, well, like uh, the, the the guy says, well, I got, I got chores to do. So like, if you want to keep talking to me about it, you got to come and help me. And so you're like shoveling shit and feeding pigs and you fix an old car um 
and all all throughout this entire thing you're talking and chatting about like life and history and like the area and the farm and like feeding a horse and all that stuff and it's really really outstanding um it was the sorry? dog game i was thinking of by the way it is the oh okay yeah it's it was on can you pat the dog oh, oh okay right. oh. yes um because it was the the grave not the actual yes <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah um the like I'm, I'm not gonna go into spoilers about the story it is only 90 minutes um and there's no like there's no big reveal there's no like there's no story twist or anything like that that's not part of like the the the, the point of the game is the journey and the conversation you have um but uh, there is one thing I will talk about, which is the mechanics of the conversation um, is you will be presented with like multiple options of, of, a, of a dialogue tree that you can go down, but it's not like a, it, it's not a traditional dialogue tree. It's literally just like points in conversation you can then follow through. Um, occasionally, um, there will be options which when you hit, they are already grayed out before you can select them. And if you do try and select them, your character will just sort of like, sigh and then it'll go back immediately to the menu you're at without that option um and it's a way of introducing what the character is thinking at the time and what they might want to say or bring up into the conversation and which they then decide against bringing it up as a as a conversation topic um and they use that to great effect they use that to really really interesting effect Kerry. Mm. Oh, that was it. I was, I was about to, I was going to ask what the dialogue gameplay is. Cause it sounds like there's a lot of discussion. Um, and I was wondering if there was dialogue choices or anything like that, but yeah, you basically answered the question. Yeah. Yeah. There are like a lot of it is um, like, there's no, like there's, you don't make decisions in the game. Um, you're just like doing mundane tasks while having a conversation with somebody. Um, but it just like the, the writing is just phenomenal. It, it like, I, I said this when the embargo went up, the other day and I was I was on stream when it went up so I was like oh hey like hey this embargo is up um this is the best game I've played this year so far um it's like 23 bucks 90 minutes it it is so well paced I wouldn't want it any longer I wouldn't want it any shorter um it it's quite a nice looking world like some of the some of the animations are a little bit like wonky um but it doesn't distract from the game at all um it's a it's a it looks like a relatively low budget game in in that regard um but they don't like it's it's not something that ever lets the game down at all um and it's just like it is a really really phenomenal game um not one that uh one that i was excited for for a long time because i I knew of the writer but like now that it's come out like yeah like this is like this was worth a worth that weight what would you say what would you recommend you play would you recommend paratopic or this or adios they're very very different um, Paratopic is a lot more surreal. Can I choose one? Yeah. I, I, I honestly like uh, Adios um, with its with its dialogue, and it, it leaves its like it, it 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 shows its whole heart. Like it really like it really leaves everything on the table, and lets you like digest it. Um, so like like audios with its dialogue, with its voice acting, and with its writing, just like really brings it all the way. Um, I cannot recommend that game enough. That's rad. I hadn't heard of mm. it, but um, yeah, I'll I'll keep an eye out for it in the future. It it is a super 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 cool game. Um, 
on the on, on the upside of that, I've been playing Final Fantasy fourteen. Because <laughs> why? Uh, yeah, right. Good question. Um, we all like convinced ourselves to install it. <laughs> like I, I've been thinking you. about it for a while. Yeah. We, Jeremy and Ollie and I all started it one day last week. We all started it together. It's really concerning. It's wild because, like, I've seen as, like, Heaven's Word came out and the other expansions, every now and again I'll see people... Hang on, is it not Heaven's Sword? It, it, no, because it's S-W-A-R-D. It's, it's Heaven's, Heaven's Word. Heaven's Ward? Heaven's Word. Heaven's Ward. Well, okay, Heaven's Ward never, or like... never thought about that for more than five seconds. I'm I don't heading think I've ever heard it out loud. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, every time an expansion comes out, I have like... Apparently, I follow like 40 people who play that game. And then they'll all go through it and go, hey, that was great. And then like I'll see the... I'll, I'll see that meme of the person running further and far, like f- f- running faster and faster towards somebody else with more and more captions saying, Hey, you should play Final Fantasy 14. And then the <laughs> next one is them running faster, going, No, it's really good after you get to this part. And then, like, the, the final one of them, like, sprinting at another person is going, Heaven's Ward is really, really great. And you should play that part of the game. Ca- anyway. Yeah. It's free up until you get to level 60. Yeah. Like that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, so we started playing it. Um, and it's it's good. It's a it's a Final Fantasy game and also an MMO. Mm-hmm. Um, I like both of those things for the most part. Um, like to a lesser extent MMOs, but that's because I feel like I've once you played an MMO, you sort of played a lot of MMOs. Um, and this one is still another MMO that you probably have played if you have played other MMOs. But it's a modern one that is built quite well. Um, it is. Like, it, it runs really well. It looks quite nice. The music is really good. The world is good. You know, it's all Final Fantasy stuff that you're sort of familiar with. Um, the voice acting at the beginning is great. Like, the, the fucking... The, the announcer that also introduced the Final Fantasy VII remake tr- announcement way back in 2013, it, it's the same guy, and he's great. Um, yeah, I don't, like, I, I've just been enjoying pottering along that game. I am a... I'm a tub thumper. Um, I don't know what's the what's the name of You're the fucking thaumaturge. What is it, sorry? Thaumaturge. Yeah, thaumaturge. That one. What did you call yeah. it? <laughs> Tub thumper. <laughs> um, only because every time every time I look at that word, I just look at it like, hey, it's like the Chumbawamba song. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, it's it it's cool. I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm playing. It's almost entirely solo because Carrie and Ollie are sort of not really playing it, um, which well, is yeah. like it. It's fine. I don't. I don't really have much interest in playing it without people. And Ollie's pretty done. He's just like, he's like, I'm kind of not that interested in what's happening. I'm like, yeah, I kind of agree. The start of this is entirely boring and vague, and nothing's happening. And for and and I've got a similar thing, Jeremy. Where like every every expansion, something comes out, and they're like, this is some of the best storytelling in all of Final Fantasy. And I'm like, I want to experience that. I want to know what that's like. But. Uh, God, when we had to go give a, we had to go give a, a pumpkin to Russell. Roger. And that, and that was, Roger, sorry. And that was like, that was our like level 10 quest, like five hours in. I'm like, man, this isn't, this is, this is going nowhere fast. Is that <laughs> like, not the MMO experience? I guess it, it so. It is the MMO experience. But like, I, I will say, I think playing it over Discord, you're not actually reading anything, which I think is actually like, not how that's meant to be. I mean, yes, but 
something that Ollie pointed out, which is why I was skipping through everything and happy to be playing with people at the same time, is because there's there's like sometimes there's like eight paragraphs from the NPC you're talking to just to pick up a letter and take it to the other side of the room <laughs> and hand it to someone else. Like there's a lot of writing for there's no a substance. Ton of dialogue. <laughs> Absolutely no substance. It's all filler. So far. Like in the in this starting area at the start of this in in Uldan, it's um. It's I feel like very fluff. I feel like f- people say that the story in fourteen is supposed to be like one of the best Final Fantasy stories. I feel like after you play it for a bit, you'll go back and like do that same quest again, and like all of that like eight paragraphs of dialogue will like make complete perfect sense. Yes, <laughs> and be like and, amazing. And, and- like and to an extent, like I I've been playing it on my own, so like I don't have someone to talk to and not look at dialogue. I'm actually reading some of the quest dialogue, um, and some of it's actually like it's 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 pretty good. I wish it was delivered in a, a more interesting way, but like the, what's actually there isn't too bad. Hmm. Um, there are some parts like there's a the the quest line for the tub thumpers is there's a there's a part where you go up to like you go and like you. You get given like a trial, like like an exam, basically, um, because you're you're working with other magicians who are teaching you, and so they say, "Oh, go over here and do X, Y, Z." And when I get there, there's another character there who I have met before who wanted to be a tub thumper, um, but uh, doesn't have the right level of like arcane like ability, basically. And so the, the the head tub thumper was basically like trying to like tell them that like, "Hey, you like." we can help you as much as we can but like some some people just don't have this thing and they end up joining another guild and they thought that they were done with this other person who uh didn't have the arcane ability and then they like rocked up in the middle of my exam and the exam was to like destroy an urn which was like an evil urn and they were like helping me out and they so the the, then the other character picks up the urn which like it's both of our missions really to destroy the urn and they open it. Um, and then part of the urn like goes inside of them. Oh my God. For like a, like a, like a brief moment. And then like, so, like things change for a sec and then all of a sudden everything's back to normal. And the character's like, Oh, well I guess we're going to destroy this. Huh? And they like throw it off a cliff. And in my mind, I'm looking at it I'm like, mm, that's going to be a plot <laughs> device soon. Um, and then, like, I went back to the Tub Thumpers and they're like, hey, this person shouldn't have joined you on your exam. It was for your exam. We'll have a word. Anyway, like, they're, they're, they are building characters and they are building motivations and story through lines and threads in a way that I wasn't enjoying. Like, that was an actual cutscene that happened. Um, and, and to be fair, those, those bigger story moments, like, I remember doing some of the Thaumaturge setup for that particular character and, and yeah. doing the, the Papushan quests that we were doing. Like, yes. paying attention to the main quests... That was totally fine. I was happy to do that. It's just I was also taking every side quest. And there were so many, and they were all faff. <laughs> it, it reminds me of, like, reading Bounties in Destiny. Yeah. You don't read Bounties in Destiny, you look at what you have to do, and you do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. it it's, it's neat. Um, I'm going to keep I'm not, I'm, For the time being, yeah. I played a little bit today. What level are you? Uh, so I've actually joined a second, uh, like, job um, oh, yeah. guild. So um, it turns out when you do that, you actually get a separate level for that. So I'm level 17, th- Tub Thumper. I'm level, like, 10 or, like, like level 8 or 7, um, like, uh, 
what's the word when you don't have a weapon? Like just fists. Brawler. Level, level seven fists. It's me. <laughs> um, the only thing that interests me about that game is like making a house. Yeah, I can't do that in the trial. Also, like yeah. it happens in these like weird districts, and they're like, "Oh, oh welcome so to Rose City or whatever it's called." And you get there, and they're like, "Each Rose City is part of a ward." Each ward has 30 streets. Each street has 60 homes. Choose the ward that you like to... And and then you like go through the tutorial. I'm like, oh, okay, I don't know what that means. And you just you just think you're walking into an area. And it opens this big fucking menu covered in numbers and names. And you're like, oh my god, what is happening? <laughs> and there's a... There's like a side, like part of the like introductory request is to like show you a little bit of everything. And the, one of the side ones is to go into that and you get like greeted by this giant window with like a million fucking words. And I'm looking yeah. and I'm like, uh, and so I <laughs> click on one and I enter it and there's someone there waiting for me who's like, hey, quest complete. I'm like, cool, I'm the fuck out of here. Yep. Like, yep. This is literally the wrong neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, for me, it was, uh, I tried to cancel out of that menu. And then I couldn't go in that area. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> it was like some arcane barrier was up in front of me and I couldn't push through <laughs> it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, entirely different again. I've been playing more Doom Eternal. Um, I finished Why? the DLC. <laughs> I finished um, Doom Eternal, the Ancient Gods Part 1 DLC. Um, How was it? Sick. Super cool. <laughs> Way that game ends, way that way that DLC ends, super cool. Can I spoil the first part of the? Can I spoil the end of the first part of the DLC? Sure. I don't. I don't care. Yeah. Um. I I met the Dark Lord. Ooh. Like the Dark Lord. Um. Is he sexy? It, it's, it's me. Ooh. <laughs> um. Yeah. That was that was cool. I was like, uh, cause the entire time they're building up, like you're actually gonna gonna fight the Dark Lord, and if you defeat the Dark Lord, all the demons will disappear. And so I'm like, oh, I'm actually gonna fight like the equivalent of like the devil. Um, and so I get there and like, and I was thinking like, I wonder how they're going to portray him. And like, it was me. And I was like, Ooh, cool. Um, uh, it's, it's sick. It's really cool. Um, I finished it because, huh? So I was just going to say Bioshock called, they want their ending back. A little bit, a little (laughs) bit. Um, but it's cool because you shoot him and like, just like does not move at all. And like the bullet just like does not affect him at all. And I'm like, Ooh. And then the DLC ends, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And then the next day, Doom Eternal: The Ancient Gods Part Two came out, um, which is why I finished Part One. Um, and so I've been playing that as well. Um, they're introducing many new mechanics for this DLC, hmm. um, which is interesting. There's, like a, there's a hammer now. What? So there's a hammer I can use, which I can slam against the ground, and it'll stun enemies. Like um, a Thor kind of hammer? Not quite. It's more of like a like a like a workman's hammer. Um, which is which is interesting. Um, it's all like you know red and fiery and devilly. Um, but also it also works with the other mechanics as well. So if I set uh, a demon on fire and I kill them or damage them, then you get armor. That's to get armor in that game. But if I set them on fire and then use the hammer, then the effect of the fire lasts longer, and I get a big burst of armor coming out of it as well. Similarly, if I use an ice grenade, you get that's another way of getting health apart from the glory kills. Once again, if I use the hammer additionally to that, it'll give me another big burst of health. So it's um, like an intensifier. Yeah, That's it's cool. kind of like an intensifier. Like, like it, it's neat. Mm. Um, Jim's, Jim's good at that. Yeah, they are good at that. They've also, one of the best quality of life changes I've ever seen in a game that came out a year after the game came out. So in the I found out that it actually happens retroactively for 
Doom Eternal and Ancient Gods Part 1. But in Ancient Gods Part 2, they added the cooldowns for your flamethrower, your big strong punch, and your... Chainsaw? And something else. Yes, 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 yes. The chainsaw. The chainsaw where you get ammo. Um, They added little indicators of it next to your reticle. So I don't have to look down in the bottom right corner to see where my cooldowns are and look away from my reticle. And I did not realize how much I would actually use it until I realized what it was and went, oh, fuck, this is great. (laughs) Because the amount of times I wouldn't look down at my bottom right hand corner to see the cooldowns because I'm trying to look ahead the entire time. I don't have to do that anymore. It's such a great addition. And so now the entirety of Doom Eternal has that now as well. Um, Great. You should really go back. It's just a a really cool thing. Um, uh, So, yeah, like uh, the Ancient Gods Part 2, like they're introducing different enemies as well. Like they introduced a couple new ones in the Ancient Gods um, Part 1. Some of them I like, some of them I didn't quite like as much. Um, Mostly because they're introducing some enemies which you can't just shoot. Um, You have to like sort of work a mechanic to get him in a vulnerable state or like it's it's an it's another layer of puzzle um and i like it sometimes and i don't like it sometimes i think that they have to tow a balance that is really hard for them to pull off sometimes um but the the balance in in ancient gods part two is interesting because there are some enemies now which will only get damaged by certain weapons um which I like and I don't like some of the additions of it. There's one which is like a stone golem sort of thing that will ru- rush at you and only one of your... like there, there are a couple of different ways you can kill them. Like you can like glory kill them and you can use like... The, the BFG will kill everything always. Um, but like it's also very weak to like the automatic shotgun, which is interesting, mm. um, which I don't mind that because I use that gun quite a bit. Um, but there is a, another enemy that has armor that will eventually regen if you take too long. That armor can be taken down by... There's like a there's like a plasma gun that you've got, and it's got an alternate fire where you'll launch a beam to it and a little progress bar will appear, and if it, the progress bar reaches the end, then the enemy will explode. Um, that's how you take the armor off, because you're like heating up the enemy so much that the armor falls off of it, basically. Um, that is the only way you can get the armor off that character. And... It slows me down to a point that I don't always want to be slowing down to deal with this enemy that is otherwise really, really tough. Um, it's interesting. It's really, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting choice to add that to this game, um, especially in the DLC. Um, but they have also added grappling points for the super shotgun, which has the grappling hook on it. So they've added more traversal through that, which is really fun. As well as, like, the, the environments are also really unique in this one as well. Like, I mean, like a snow, like, forest cliff face, which is sick at the moment. Um, they got, like, the the team at id and the team at Bungie are, like, really close with how good their skyboxes are getting now. Like, oh. the fucking r- really, really sick. High praise. Mm, like, some of the skyboxes in Doom Eternal are fucking nuts. So, yeah, I've been playing those games. Sweet. And uh, did you want to touch on Loop Hero at all? Uh, yeah, probably quick. It's it's cool. It's not the game that I thought it was going to be. Um, what did you think it was going to be? I thought it was going to be a little bit more... more run-based in terms of I would build up a city sort of thing. Um, 
like you do that, but you don't do that. Like I, I as in, I thought there would be a little bit more like city planning aspects oh, of it. Okay. Yeah. Not and that's not a bad thing. That's not in that because it's not that game. Um, but it's like Lupiru is cool. Um, it is for anyone who doesn't know, you are a passive character walking through a town that has monsters in it. Um, and you will get cards that will place a tile on the town as well as items and armor you can equip to your character. And if you walk into an enemy, you will enter an instance fight where you will just fight each other and you don't control the fight. It is a, it is based on your speed and your attack and the enemy speed and your attack of who will attack first and how much damage you do. And there are modifiers on that as well, like vampirism or like, uh, you know, you can counter if you have certain items that will have the counter stat and it'll go based on the numbers of that. Um, and you are just going through this loop over and over and over again while you get more and more tiles to place in this world and more and more enemies appearing in the world and you will go until you fight a boss. Um, and collecting resources for a meta layer of the game, which is like the the the, the roguelike part of the game where you actually make progression. Um, it's interesting. It, it's, it's kind of unique and kind of like every other roguelike I've played in a way that I think is kind of cool. Um, it does a lot of things. It 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 doesn't really do anything new, but it does it it does the formula new. Um, in it it's cool. It's got like a really low-fi, like retro early RPG art style, and music that is monotonous that you don't think about it, and you do think about it at the exact same time. <laughs> um, yeah, it it's it it's pretty neat. I I'm I don't know how much more I'm gonna play right now. It's still in early access. Um, I might wait until like a larger update to go back to it a little bit more. I beat the first boss and I got I haven't got to the second boss yet. I did not realize it was early access. I'm pretty sure it's early access. Let me double check. I could be actually wrong. It is not an early access. I don't know why I thought it was. Anyway. Okay. There you go. I don't know. Like I'll I'll I might pick at it a little bit. I haven't I've still only got the first character, so I don't have any other characters just yet. Hmm. Need to build your town. Yeah. I do got to build my town. That part's hard. That's a that's a bit of a grind. It requires you to try to do levels where you don't beat the boss <laughs> because yeah. you need to. If you beat the boss and you die, or rather, if you fight the boss and you die, then you lose seventy percent of your resources. Mm. So it requires you to do runs where you just try to when you place certain tiles more than others because it's like, oh, I need more wood, so you place more groves. I think that's how that one works. Mm. Yeah. No, it's interesting. I, I haven't played it at all, but I've seen a, a bunch of content for it. It's interesting. I've no, no want to play it, but it is definitely doing something unique in that space. Yeah. Well, great. That was a. I didn't think we were going to go that long, but that's a that's a diverse list of games you got there. Um. We'll uh we'll have we'll 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 do the uh we'll get the question we'll go on a break and then we'll come back and answer the question uh and then we'll talk about some other stuff before we finish off uh June what's the question for the week for the question corner? Mm, I don't remember how I worded it last time because it was a very on the fly question. Mm. Uh, something like if you had to get rid of one game in a series of games, which one would it be, and mm. why? Hmm. I like it. Should we? Me too. Here's a here's a here's a question. 
I don't know if this would work. I got I just had this idea. It's like, should we come up with our answers like we normally do? It's like, oh, this one that came to mind. But should we like pick a series to like give one of the uh, to give someone else? So like June, I name a series and you have to get rid of something for it. And Jeremy, <laughs> I name a series sure. or like you name a series and we, we we can do that as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I just thought it just came to mind. I think it's a cool idea. Yeah. It's like, I like you idea. don't want to touch any of these, and I'm forcing you to. Yeah. <laughs> you can't pick Aragon. There's only one in the series. Nah, I can. <laughs> Gotta get rid of one. Uh, cool. Have a think, everyone. Uh, we will too, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. To the minimap cast. Turns out the question for this week was much tougher than we realized, especially once I complicated it. June, what is the question for the week? Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> it, hang on. If you had to choose a, if choose, if you hang on, if you get rid of any game in a series, which one and why? Who wants to go first? Yeah, all right. All right. Rolls <laughs> okay, so keen tonight. Um, Jeremy's just eating a pick. <laughs> Pokemon, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Gaze to Infinity, I would get rid of. Gaze to Infinity? Was, Gaze yeah, to Infinity and beyond. Why? It didn't feel like... It, it didn't feel like a Pokemon game. I didn't feel like a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon game. It didn't have any heart. It uh, had a weird art style I didn't enjoy. Um, the story was bad. It didn't make me cry. Uh, that's about it. Hmm. Fair okay. enough. Is yep. there any redeeming qualities of it? Uh, it has the same mechanics as the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon game. <laughs> 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 Wacko. Yeah, well, that'll That's do it. it. I think. I think I also just didn't enjoy it because I think it was the first uh, one that they did after the original Sky and stuff. Oh. Let me just double check. And I was, ex- you know, after it's really hard to follow Pokemon Sky. That's like impossible. Let me double check. Um, does someone else want to go while I look this up? Sure. Because I, uh, I came up with my answer. It's the order eighteen eighty six. No, it's not that. It's, uh, so... <laughs> um, <laughs> the, series of, the series of Sony's first-party games that never made a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> I'd get rid of uh, Sunset Overdrive. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> not, not a Sony-made game, but... I would get going. rid of Uncharted 3 from the Uncharted franchise in a heartbeat. In an absolute... Just at the drop of a hat, I would Why? be ready to do that. Why? Because mm. you can remove it from that storyline and it changes nothing <laughs> not only are there whole segments of that game that have no relevance to the game's story <laughs> yeah but you can also just pluck that whole game and throw it out the window and you can go straight from two to four and you'll be absolutely fine you'll be on track you'll be on the rails and yet greg miller gave it a, the best uncharted game of all time after four came out yeah yeah i think i think he was i don't know it's hard I'm not going to pretend to know what his thought process was because I'm not very good. <laughs> but he still stands by it to this day, and I think it's more out of stubbornness than it is out of. I I would I would believe opinion. that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um. 
Mm. Sorry, just jumping in with my the answer. I was correct. It was the one that came after Explorers of Sky. It came out uh, four years later. So like right. a, a long time to wait for not a good game. Mm. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Jeremy, what's your answer? Uh, the Lego The Hobbit, and of all of the Lego games that were licensed. I was going to ask the... Oh, I was, that was going to be mine, I think, for yours. It's mm. like Lego oh, we, games. We keep, we keep standing on each other's toes. <laughs> I was going to ask about Mystery Dungeon. I, I why, why that one? Many, I've played many, many Lego games. I've completed many Lego games. They're all, for the most part, really quite good. Um, the Lego The Hobbit is not very good. Mostly because the mechanics in the Lego games are multiple different characters, are different archetypes, and they have different abilities. Uh, the droids um, in the Lego Star Wars game will open up doors. The little kids in Lego Star Wars game will be able to crawl through little hideaways. Jedi can use the Force, X, Y, Z. In the Lego The Hobbit, um, each of the different uh, dwarves, to which there are 12, there's a lot. 9 or 12, yeah. There's there's a lot of them. Um, They all have individual mechanics. And that sucks because they all look exactly the fucking same. <laughs> and also, I don't remember which one Dwalin is and which one Balin does and which one Feely does and which one Keely does and which one Oin or Gloin or Dwoin. I don't know. Which, there's a lot of lot of, lot of of dwarves. A lot of dwarves Dwayne in that the, game. Dwoin the Rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> there's a... There's a lot of dwarves for a game called Lego the Hobbit, and also they all do separate things, and I, I'm just constantly swapping between them, trying to remember which one does fucking what, and I didn't finish it. Not a very good video game. Oh, there you go. See you never. Yeah. Big words for Mr. Game Life. Come, come at me, Jeremy Pardon. I'll fight you on this podcast. Jeremy so, Pardon is the creative director of the most of the Lego games. There you go. Still, I knew that because that was. Uh, I think so. Actually, I'll find that makes out. sense considering that they're all practically the fucking same. Yeah, but I they're mean, hey, they've been really good. So keep going, Jeremy. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. He's probably still there. Um, probably. Jeremy, Jeremy, pardon if you're listening. Please don't take offense. Um, <laughs> Jeremy, pardon, you're not listening. Um, you're not uh, taking okay, offense. So, no. Um, so, uh, my franchise to give to you, Kerry, to choose one, uh, is now I had a caveat for mine because my franchise that I'm giving to you is three very well liked games and one game that is not very liked at all. So, so I'm going to ax off one not liked game. Yeah. I'm going to ax off that one. And I'm just going to say to you the Mass Effect trilogy. Uh-oh. Oh, it's a good way to do it. Cause I was thinking about asking that, but it's like, obviously two is the one that everyone hates, right? No. No? No, three? Andromeda's the one that yeah, everyone three. hates. Three no, is the Andromeda's one that made four. the internet angry. Four. Yeah, but four is the I one that I feel like there's one in the game. middle that's one, two, and three that no one likes. Two, it was divisive at the time because it drastically changed the mechanics of the first game. There were far less RPG mechanics. It was more of an action combat game than it was an RPG with action elements. Yeah. Uh, however... Time has been more favorable to Mass Effect 2 than it has been to Mass Effect 1, and there are far more Mass Effect 2 fans now than I think there are Mass Effect 1 fans. I would get... Uh, <laughs> um, this is hard because obviously it's one continuous story. <laughs> it's not like Uncharted 3 where you can pluck one out and you can just move on from 2 to 4. Um, but one's the worst. <laughs> 
one is the the least fun to play. It has the slowest start to the story. Did you hear Ollie yelling at the back? <laughs> <laughs> the what? moment you said one's the worst. <laughs> no. <laughs> it is though. It's bad. Like it's it's just it's not as fun. It looks awful. <laughs> the RPG <laughs> mechanics are threadbare and take up a lot of time. It the the maker sucks. And and it's not it's just not as good. <laughs> I I like it and it's important for where it puts the series, but it two and three is so much better. I really like three. Hmm, cool. Even though the internet exploded. Yeah. Uh I had a I had a couple that I that I feel like giving June, the one I was gonna give you is Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, because I couldn't think of anything else. I mean I could think of things, but they were easy answers. And before I give you the example of like I can't pick Red Dead games because you'd pick Red Dead Revolver. Yeah. How, however, I'm gonna fall back on that and do the, do this little caveat thing that Jeremy's done, and I'm gonna say you have to pick Red Dead One or Red Dead Two. What do you uh, pick? Two. You'd get yeah. rid of two. Or get rid of one. No, sorry, I'd get rid of one and keep two. Yeah. Wow. That's, that, that, that's what I assumed as well. Uh, I, I get it. It's a better game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't go. know what to tell you. <laughs> it's a better game Playing... with a more fleshed out story and a better graphics yeah. and a better character and uh, more um, more things that make you think. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes more sense nuance, having played nuances, it. Like, nuance is a word I think I was looking for. You could tell everything's a lot more fleshed out from the bit I've played yeah. compared to like when you're playing Red Dead 1, you're just playing as John who just happens to need to piss fart around on a farm for five yeah. missions and help out the snake oil salesman for five missions. Like, it's it's very padded. Yep. Um, I have a ringer to bring in for both of you. I'm going to list off games that Annapurna have. <gasps> oh! <made>. No! <laughs> and I'm only going to list off the ones that I know that we've all played. Oh, thank you. Because I'm not gonna like list off like Ash and Ogorogoa. Should I write these down? I'm just gonna. <laughs> How many? It's like there's like twelve there's, or something, isn't there? There's a lot. There's quite a few. I'm gonna list off the the main ones. Okay. Oh God. What remains of Edith Finch? Donut County. Oh. Uh, Gone Home. Florence. Journey. Uh, Outer Wilds. Few Curry. Um, there's a couple here which I think you, you, neither of you played Telling Lies, right? No, I didn't. No. Kentucky Route Zero. No. If found. No. Um. Uh, is Tacoma had a had a penna? I think so. Yes. Right, check that in there as well. All right. Kill Fine. a beautiful baby. <laughs> Tacoma gone home. What remains of Edith Finch? Florence, uh, Florence, Journey, Donut County, Out of Wilds. I would get rid of Tacoma. Oh. Tacoma, oh. interesting. Yeah, I like Tacoma, but I th- I don't really like sci-fi. We all know this. So mm. I was. This might make me just so basic, but I was going to get rid of Gone Home. <laughs> I'm sorry, she dude. She's going to cry. <laughs> I'm I, sorry. I think Gone Home is so important. 
though. I, I know, I know. That's the thing. That's the thing. I'm not happy about it. And in, in, in terms of how it important how it shaped video games. Terry killed the as gays, genre, right? <laughs> and also because it's gay. But I mean, from a uh, design standpoint, I feel like Gone Home was a shift in a good direction for games, right? Yes. It kind of did yes. something that nothing else had done before in terms of uh, narrative. What's the word I'm looking for? Storytelling? Uh, Design? Um, when it's environmental storytelling, I suppose. Oh. Um, or like emergent storytelling? Yeah. Uh, it's not, not emergent, it's just environmental. Yeah. Well, and I feel like yes. that would be very sad to get rid of, but I understand your opinion. Really, over but Tacoma? The, it didn't. It didn't. Gone Home never hit me as hard <laughs> as as I felt like it was meant to. I played it and I was like, "That was good." All right. And I, it didn't leave a lasting impact on me, and that's just a me thing. Maybe I played it at a bad time or whatever. But like, that's everyone's, just everyone's allowed to have opinions. It's not me saying it's bad. I know it's good, and I know it's important, and I know it is the 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 giant that peep that that pe- that it, that is stood upon the shoulders of. I understand really? that, and I do Go not disagree. Go over Edith Finch as well. Oh, Edith Finch was really. I don't know. Edith Finch yeah. was Edith Finch was good, but I don't know if it was. <laughs> anyway, Jeremy, what's your answer? Oh no. <laughs> Oh, this wasn't part of the deal. <laughs> uh, do I only, only have to choose the ones that you listed. I listed? Or... Yes. Yeah. The ones that we had to pick from. Yep. Hack. The answer's Tacoma. Obviously. No, I really like Tacoma. I really like Tacoma. Did Annapurna publish Fuck. Event Zero? Because then I changed my answer. Fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, Jude. (laughs) I can't get rid of Donut County. What fucking monster thought of this question? What fucking asshole decided to bring this up? If it helps, you can take Journey off the list because I don't count that because bloody PlayStation published that when it came out. Yeah. It doesn't really help because I would never take it off the list anyway. (laughs) Narrows it down to a bunch of other... Wonderful bunch experiences. Of, bunch of games that I adore. Um, I would take off Florence. Oh, oh, oh. That hurts. That hurts. It does hurt. It does hurt. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Like, <laughs> what Why, are we doing? What, Sorry, okay, Melbourne, why, we lost another one. <laughs> why that over Edith Finch? I I adored Edith Finch. I loved exploring that house and exploring oh, yeah, that I family. I really liked Edith Finch. Sometimes um, I, I think, think about th- that, um, the fish cutting yeah. scene. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. good. Or the, um, Talk about that on uh, GMTK, that particular one. Mm. Also, thinking about the swing. Yeah, yeah, the swing. Yeah, and uh, the one where you're like a you're like a bird or you're like a weasel in the in the tree or something. And the shark falling down the hill. 
<laughs> hey, Jeremy. Hey. First three Ratchet and Clank games. One. Good answer. Well done. You passed. Yeah. I've I, like I so like I went through and played all those. Do last Halo. Year. Halo though. Oh, first it's the first three Halo games. That's first a three great Halo? one. Fuck off. <laughs> Go June. Well done. Fuck. Fuck. Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Jeremy's um, having an aneurysm. Give you five seconds. Oh, two. Yeah, I, yeah. I two is say. great. Two is really cool in a lot of ways. Um, two is also the outlier of the three games. Two, it two is. does things that three did not pick up upon. Um, and I think that was a good move. There were there were certain design decisions and narrative decisions in that game that I think three looked at and went, "We actually don't need this." Um, that I think makes three the best of the three. Cool. So, if I had to, and answer one it, I think I is like the same. One is too classic, I think, to get rid of. I think one is too important. Just for my uh, curiosity, I know it's not a game, but Star Wars. Out of uh, all pick- of them. Out of all of them. Okay, nine. Nine is the worst <laughs> movie. Like one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Nine, nine right. was atrocious. All right. How about out of the original trilogy? Uh, six. Well, oh. as in, out of out of four, five, and six. Yeah. Yeah, six is not a good movie. Oh, yes, it is. Six, six has got some neat moments, but that movie's bad. No, it's not. It takes too long. There's Ewoks. Like no one dies. There's no stakes. That Han, Han barely flies the fucking Falcon. Um, the, the another death, another death star. We've done that. Um, no, that was the first time they'd done that. <laughs> that was the first time they did another one. They didn't make it good. They made like, oh, hey, you're gonna redo four again. Okay, cool. And then seven redid four again. Ugh. So it's yeah. just such a it's just such a shame you're so wrong. All right, you want the question? <laughs> you want the question? Yes, please, June. <laughs> <laughs> um, who is your favorite animal companion from a game? I love this question. I hope we haven't done I it. Before. There was I don't a- think we've done it before. No, I we haven't so. done before. I wish there had been a better Aragon game so I could answer with Aragon, but alas. Can't, a book is not an animal, Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. All right, so we're going to talk about... Um, it's just one thing i wanted to touch on for our final segment here but it's not really much news for us to dive into there's a bit like they announced a new life is strange this week that looks really good Ooh, um, i love the gays mm. god and the i love a life is strange game with updated graphics it looked amazing yeah, it looks really good and the main character looks really interesting and cute mm. and i like the idea of being able to feel feelings that's neat mm. and being like overrun by them yeah it looks like they're going to tell a good story yeah it's going to make me hate myself in the best way. That's Life is Strange, baby. Did you ever Can't finish wait. Before the Storm? Did anyone else play Before the Storm or was it just me? I didn't play Before the Storm, no. <sighs> you played the first one though, right? I didn't finish it. Uh, okay, that's fine. I can't... I, it, that style of game, I just don't play it. Okay. I'd, I'd sooner honestly watch someone else play it. I was going to say, why don't you just look it up? Yeah. I could do that. 
Before the Storm, because like um, the the new one is being made by the people that did Before the Storm. Before the Storm yes. was phenomenal. It was really, really excellent. And they did such a good job on a, a game fleshing out a, you know, a story that wasn't theirs. Mm. I don't know. They did, they did a really good job. And it, mm. I hope they do a good job with this one too. Didn't they also do the Captain Fantastic, whatever it's called? Yes. I didn't play that one. I thought people hated that. I don't think they hate it because it ties into two. Um, yeah, it's, yeah just a bit, but... it's just a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's hard to care for. I think it's hard to care for or relate to a child, I suppose. And I feel like Life is Strange is about Teens. being relatable, I guess. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, and also, I don't care about his character in two either. So oh, I just don't care about. I just don't care about children. Sorry. <laughs> uh, parents, block, cover the microphone, cover the speaker. Whoever's listening to this, but, uh, anyway, never mind. <laughs> um, but so, so the one topic that we we did have here, I'm glad we, I'm glad I mentioned Life is Strange. Um, but something else I wanted to talk about here is um, it was announced overnight last night that Sony is going to be shutting down the online stores for some of its older platforms, uh, specifically the PlayStation 3, the PlayStation Portable, and the PlayStation Vita. So um, all of those stores, as uh, the PS3 and PSP are closing down in June or July, and Vita is closing down in August, uh, essentially meaning the only way you can find games to play on it in the future will be to find discs, uh, or UMDs in the PSP's case. Or cartridges in the PSP's, the PSV's case, I guess. Um, are they turning off the downloadable servers, or are they just stopping you from purchasing them? I'm not sure. I, I from what I saw, it didn't say um, whether you could download previously yeah. purchased games or not. Um, I'm pretty sure you. I, I, I don't know if this stuff has like actually come out yet. I, I would no, wager it, that you it's can still leaked, download. It's leaked that it's meant to be announced coming soon. Yeah. Yeah. I would wager they would still allow you to download games you've previously purchased. Because I think I don't know I don't know if people are ready for that yet. I mean Sony can just make them ready and you well they just say like we don't care if you're ready. But like I think uh, there are some there are some games which you can only get on those stores and removing yeah. people's ability to purchase to to well, download things that they've already purchased is a bit rough. This is the first mainstream console, I would say, aside from the Wii that's done this. The Wii has kind of been around for long enough, and a lot of its digital catalogue was mostly older games. However, it did have a lot of WiiWare exclusive titles that people were adored. So there yeah. was a it was um, sad to see those go. However, they did give you many, many, many months' notice for that. So the people who really wanted those could get them. Um, uh, the According to the... the the article from thegamer.com um the announcement this is a leak uh this the announcement is planned for the end of this month um <laughs> what <laughs> when you said the gamer i pointed at myself <laughs> <laughs> obviously um after those dates you will no longer be able to purchase digital copies of games or dlc for any of the sony consoles mentioned above so yeah, it doesn't say anything about whether they're going to close close the downloads. So maybe you might be able to access your old accounts, um, your old downloads that you have available to your account, rather. Uh, but 
either way, I find this to be a bit of a, a bit of a, a, a striking loss. It not as I said, not only is it one of the first um, AAA consoles that offered a, a, a proper online marketplace that is closing, um, but it's also the online marketplace that was offered that is closing that also houses a lot of indie titles, um, many of which you can find on Steam, but many of which you can't. Um, hmm. I, I, it's, it's quite concerning. I think it's, it, it's a, it's, it's a reality of where we're headed, I think in the future. What is, but, what is the reason why they want to do this? Uh, it's hard to say because they haven't actually made the announcement. Wouldn't they be making so, more money for keep, keeping it up? Who knows how those licenses work? Um, one of the reasons that like, one of the reasons that trophies on PS4 was so poorly implemented was because it had to deal with the PS3's infrastructure. It might be one of the things that going forward for them to continue building off the same PlayStation Network accounts, they have to like axe part of old PS3 code so they can future-proof it forward. Um, it was it was the reason why we never got the ability to change PSN names until like like eighteen Last months year. ago, whenever yeah. yeah, whenever it happened. Um, was because it was like linked to this weird PS3 thing. And so when they actually, when they brought it through, they said, yeah, like a bunch of PS3 games probably won't work online if you change your name because it'll be linked to your name in like yeah. a string probably somewhere. And um, it'll just break. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's it's got to do with like when they made the PS3's infrastructure, they just didn't future-proof it enough for what was going to come forward. Um I don't know how much money they would lose really turning it off. I don't know who really goes on the PS3 now and buys games apart from the random games like Tokyo Jungle, for example, which might be like PS3 only or like the original version of Catherine or whatever. Um, That was the last thing I played my PS3 for. That and Red Dead 1 when I played that on a whim. But yeah, yeah. it was Catherine. Otherwise... Which is available now. I guess um, Dragon Age and Mass Effect games. They're all available on PC. Mm. yeah it's true yeah and that's the thing because there are a ton of games that are available on other platforms where where like the issue comes from is like the the physical versions of some of these games are going to going to start becoming very scarce Mm. um because they obviously haven't been made in fucking like eight years or whatever some of them um and they're just going to get bought up immediately because people want to make sure that if they ever want to go back and play resistance James Cameron's The Avatar, the game, oh, no. um, they won't be able to, which is a damn shame. No, it's not. But like it, it you know, like it, it, it is for for um for game preservation. It is a blow. Um, and I I don't know how well custom firmware runs on PS3. I'm sure it's probably had some leaps. Um. Emulation is probably a better way to go if you want to play those older games and and after they shut down these servers, um, provided that those ROMs and ISOs are out there. Um, but it, 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 it sucks. And I think the biggest thing for me is the striking difference of approaches between Team PlayStation and Team Xbox, which is you can still buy 360 games on an Xbox One, sorry, an Xbox Series, provided this backwards compatible. Um, yeah. Which is a lot of them. Um, it's not all and of them. There are some it, noticeable it, gaps, but yes, it is a lot. De- de- definitely not all of them, but there is a ton there which which are backwards compatible. 
Um, and I think they've said for the time being they're not going to add any more. Um, I think they've basically exhausted the licenses that they can go to because a lot of the a lot of the um, the gaps that are not backwards compatible are games which don't really have an owner or their owners ambig like the, the ownership of that game is ambiguous with like it different companies folding and other companies taking licenses and stuff like that. Some some yeah. games don't know who they are owned by. Or they're um, full of music. Or they're full of music and you'd have to license all of that again. Um, which sucks. Um, so I think it's a... This comes from Sony's refusal to commit to any form of backwards compatibility um, and is a... It's a blow for it because there is no reason you shouldn't be able to emulate PS3 games on a PS5 if you can emulate 360 on an Xbox One X. Um, so they that they should put that work in, but they won't because they don't need to. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's sad. It's a shame, especially because it's 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 hard to find those games now for PS3. It's hard to find them. Mm. Um, EB Games doesn't sell them anymore. You can maybe find them at cash converters. This is, it's hardly like there's any pop-up retro stores around our city, you know, that I know of. I can think of like two off the top of my head. Um, and and, and I'm sure PS3 with, like, is sort of only entering the retro age as well exactly. in terms of what people call retro. So yeah, it's a it's a really weird time, and I think it's um there are going to be some some things in there that are going to be hard to find. Now that said. I think I've got all the games on PS3 that I want to play. <laughs> you know, I can't think of anything that I've been dying to play that's only on PS3. And, you know, I'm not even mentioning PSP or Vita. It's just not a relevant thing for me. But I just love the idea that, like, while these physical copies were becoming harder to find, it was still readily, fully accessible for you to find games online. It wasn't a hurdle. It was like, if you still wanted to play that console, you could go and find whatever game you wanted just for whatever the price was at the time, which, you know, hopefully would be somewhat reduced. But even even if not for the convenience of just being able to buy it and have it whenever you want, you could do that. It's, um yeah, it's a, it's a big shame. It, it's sort of a bigger blow for the Vita, I think, than the yeah. PS3, because 90% of the games that were popular on the PS3 are either on other platforms or got a PS4 version as well, mm. like Last of Us and Uncharted and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, a lot of Vita games you can only play on the Vita because they require the hardware of the Vita. And more than that, it was also an indie darling. People love playing indie mm. games on the Vita. So not many, not that many of those got uh, uh, physical. physical release. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Vita is such a good console. It's such a shame that not many people have had the chance to experience it. And now even less people will. That's for Hmm. Yeah. So it's tricky. I don't really have much more to say than that myself. But just uh, I'll uh, I'll be sad to see it go. I think. I I hope they do what Nintendo did, which was like they will give a time for people to stop buying games, and then they will also give a time for people to stop downloading games. Um. I hope the download is not soon. The download cutoff. I hope they can at least keep those like content servers up. I would be surprised if they're taking it down. I think they're taking it down. Yeah. That blows. Yeah, sure does. Because you got to think like the the ability to purchase stuff but still be able to download it. Like they're not running at a loss 
because they've got like the the PS3 store website running. Like they'd be running mm. at a loss for storing all of those gigabytes of data um, and having them be ready, readily accessible to anyone at any time. Um, that's that's where the, the server cost and operation stuff comes into it. That's where the, the cost-benefit analysis really comes into it. I will attempt to start looking into PS3 custom firmware. Yeah, I guess. I'm going to uh, swap my dad's PS3 with my PS3 because dad hasn't plugged his three PS3 into the internet for like five years, which means his firmware will be old and crackable. Excellent. Mm. Like a... Like a, a stale toffee. Sure. I know what you're talking about. Old and crackable. No, I got it. Yeah? It's okay. You made it sound like you didn't understand what I said. What's next on the list, Gary? That's it. That's the list. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. Uh, that's the, Yeah, that's, that's the end of the podcast. That's all I got. I, uh, you know, we made the decision that, you know, we don't want to just cover news for the sake of it. And I don't feel like there's much that we need to cover. Just, I just, the real only other thing that's happened since last we uh, discussed was that the Bethesda acquisition became, uh, real. It happened. It it was no longer an, an intent to buy. It was, it happened. It went ahead. It is done now. It has happened. Up until now. Bethesda games on the Xbox Game Pass now. Uh, Junior, you're confused. Yes. No, I was like, did we talk about that last time? Yeah, no, not not last time. It was it was I think it happened over the weekend after we did the recording. Um yeah. it was close. Yeah. But yeah. The purchase was made official and some games are going to be exclusive on Xbox going forward from the Bethesda Studios that they've said. Um I said maybe. Yeah. I think it was a little more concrete than that. No, because the pizza bed hasn't been finalized yet, Gary. <laughs> no, we have to wait and see what the we we ha- it's, it's not con- it's you know it's not over until the fat lady releases all of the the platforms on their website but um so, <laughs> the actual words that they said was we don't feel the need to release like we don't need to release games on other platforms we can release games exclusively to game pass so we'll see can. yeah we'll see um but yeah that's really the only thing that happened so that's the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, like I said at the start, you can find uh, all other episodes on our website and on podcast services of your choice. Uh, our website is minimap.com.au. You can find our other podcasts there, such as The Pecking Order and uh, The Game Spoilers Podcast. Realizing now I didn't say the names of those podcasts when I was talking about them at the front of the episode, so go carry. Um, <laughs> you're the you, wanna... you can slice it in <laughs> uh, you check out our other podcast the pecking order podcast <laughs> where we talk about games <laughs> i just lose all personality if i'm trying to like record it separately i'm like oh, how do i say this yeah. um if you want to keep up with uh like posts and when new things go on the website you can follow our twitter that's uh at minimapau on twitter uh, you can also follow us individually. My Twitter is at KJPalmer underscore 24. Jeremy's is... At Obi-Wan-Jez. June's is... Junez, J-U-N underscore E-double-S. And if you want to support us and the things we do here at, at this web- website and support the website, you can do that uh, in a number of ways. You could uh, rate the podcast, give it a favorable rating if you like, or even if it's on Spotify, just give it a little heart or something like that. That all helps out. And you can also, uh, if you 
prefer to, you could support us monetarily at patreon.com slash minimapau for an amount of your choosing. Um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, until then, ha- happy gaming. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Can you please do that again? <laughs> I'm so no, sorry, everyone. Not- Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Happy oh, my gaming. God. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck was that? <laughs> Happy gaming. <laughs>